Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Bromo Sapiens podcast with your illustrious hosts, Andrew and... Mazer. That's right. We are here to, uh, to entertain you and hopefully give you some uh, thought, thought-provoking and mildly humorous conversation. Uh, mildly humorous. People. In a world of got chaos you. and destruction, we yes, bring you Bromo Sapiens. <laughs> I'm trying to do my then trailer we, voice, but I can't. I don't have enough voice for that. We also need like thunder in the background or those bass noises that they have in the in the movie theaters, where it's like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we like do. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the Godzilla of the the trailers for Godzilla, like the new ones. Did you did you ever like see those trailers in the movies when they had like Godzilla? Dude, I can't even tell you when was the last time I went to the movies and what I saw on the screen. That's how long it's been. But I have I know what you're talking about because it's like I mean when you're in there, it's like this weird bass frequency, and I think as far as far as like sound design goes, I think it's very interesting to listen to because it's just like it's pure it's pure just like bass frequency, and it it resonates in you and it really, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people didn't like that Godzilla movie. There were some of the newer Godzilla movies, but, um, I do have to say as far as like the sound design and like how they made some of those sounds, I thought that was actually, uh, uh, a star quality of those movies and found it very interesting, but I suppose you'd have to be obsessed with sound like I am to, you know, appreciate that. Perhaps. Oh yeah. No, I, uh, you're right. I think sound design, is probably one of the most um, key elements of storytelling in in terms of movie making, because um, well, I wanted to kind of talk about two things here about sound mm-hmm. and um, sound design, but I saw this. So one, the one thing I want to talk about is um, I saw this video of how people, uh, well, how sound designers uh, make you know certain types of sounds, like if there was a fight. So I'll, I'll give you a very specific example. When sure, Fight sure. Club released, um, it was pretty, pretty like hard to watch because the the fighting scenes were so so visceral and so realistic. Oh yeah. And there was a there's a video on YouTube that talks about that shows how they made those noises. And what oh, they cool. did was they got like chicken meat. They actually got meat. Celery, oh wow. And they recorded, you know, the sound designers recorded themselves punching chicken, uh, chicken oh. meat to just to simulate the um, or to emulate the, you know, hitting a flesh sl- uh, sound. And then that they, is cool. Yeah. And then they broke celery to, you know, uh, emulate the sound of bone crunching. Yeah. Oh, that's so that that, that would have to, I, I feel like that would have to be such a like a fun job. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, still, it, it probably it probably gets kind of like a, a kind of mind, or I'm sure it gets kind of maddening when when the deadlines start coming down on you. But that that's that's so I love that. Isn't that so interesting? Like, what, sometimes yeah. they would cut open the meat, right? They would get like a I don't know chicken breast, like that video I sent you on Instagram of that. <laughs> yeah, chicken. that's exactly right. That is exactly there's this right. video. There's this video on not not to get not to we'll get back to what Mazza was saying, but really quick, there's this video on Instagram of somebody who was filleting chicken, and uh, uh, and they they the thumb they chose they chose this thumbnail on purpose, but it was like split apart and it looked like a vagina, and it was just. It was pretty, I I was, when I got the video, I was like, Andrew, what have you sent me? Oh my god! <laughs> but then I watched it. I was like, oh, it's just a, 
and, and that's where I that's where I was like, wow, I actually clicked on it. Even though I saw the thumbnail and I was like, whoa, what has he sent me? And I actually clicked on it to watch it. Knowing he was like, I was hungry. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I was hungry before, but now I'm really hungry. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that. And I'm like, oh, oh, flesh. Let's get me some chicken. Anyway, that's sorry, exactly well, what I, I said. <laughs> but yeah, no, they would they would cut open a chicken breast and they would put like I don't know a piece of celery inside. And then they oh, would wow. punch that. So it would be like oh. their fist hitting meat and then the celery would crunch inside and you can get all the different sound effects of bone crunching and you know. It was it was pretty interesting. So like that's that just is, one example of sound design. That is damn near like that's impressive. That and, and, and so inventive too. Right. Like have well think of okay, so have you have you seen uh have you seen the instrument that they use uh for I think it was the insidious movies? No, what do they use? Oh, it's this crazy looking thing. It's called like a, um, I'll see if I can find out what it's called. Um, but it's like this giant, it's like this giant, like metal Dorito that has like all these, cause it's like in a try, it looks like a metal Dorito, but it's like a metal Dorito that has like all these like metal things sticking out of it and these different instruments that you can hit. There's like springs and stuff. And basically oh. what they do is it's because it's like metal and it like resonates, it resonates and everything like that and, and vibrates in such like, you know, certain frequencies that when you like, if if you were just to like graze one of like the the things that you'd hit it with against it, it'd make all sorts of weird and creepy noises. Um, interesting. I, I for, yeah. Oh, it's so interesting. Like, um, and I I looked it up because uh, I want to get one one day because I think it would be so awesome to be able to incorporate that into like into like music. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like they've they, they've got I mean they've got small ones they've got medium ones and they have like really really big ones that they use for like you know the the really big budget movies but the but like the big ones go for like somewhere between like two thousand dollars or something like that and the small ones go for like I think four hundred four hundred I looked it up because I really want to get it. <laughs> oh, that's um, that's interesting. I, so is it like basically a triangle? Yeah, it's it's like it's like it's like a it's like a like a like a metal tri. Well, it's like a a, a solid metal triangle. That's like the base. And okay. then there's like things that are like sticking. There's like metal oh, things okay. that are like sticking out of it here and there. There's like metal springs and like bars and stuff like that. Very and cool. um, there's like, th- but there are also like like certain sorts of instruments or whatever that um, are, are very particular sorts of things that you can use to strike it with to make oh, okay. certain to make you know produce certain noises. Um, yeah, and and it, it uh, I, I think it was called. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a. Oh, I think I'm pretty sure it was in Insidious. It was either in Insidious or or. Um, oh wait, here it is. Wait, let me see. Yeah, it's like I don't. I, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll sh- I'll show it to you through. My monitor. Oh, I don't I know see if it. you can see it. Yeah, it's a very interesting looking piece. Um, yes, yes, but, it uh, is. I, Just I like you are. Oh, thank you, baby. Mm. But uh, uh, I definitely, I definitely would love to get one of those um, and just see what sorts of crazy stuff I can, I can do with it. Yeah, turn your, turn your rock into industrial rock. Right. Go or the nine just inch nails around. I don't know about that. I wasn't that big a fan of nine inch nails. What? To be honest with you. What? What? But what? What? No, I mean, Bradley. They, I mean, but Bradley. No, they've got, they've got, I mean, they of course have their place in music and everything like that because they were, you know, like pioneers or 
for the genre that they were in. I mean, I don't really know much about him, quite frankly, but I just never could really. Well, it's just get one. In. It's just one guy, really. I don't know if he. Yeah. Well, I wonder if it is just. I wonder if it's just Trent Reznor, and if he has a band. I think he has a band. Like he's got band members. I don't know. I don't know well, much about Nine Inch Nails either, actually. I thought it. I thought it was. I, I thought it was a band because I think other, otherwise, if it was just Trent Reznor, wouldn't it, wouldn't that just be? Uh, wouldn't wouldn't that just be like the Trent Reznor band, or he would just be him as like a solo? I don't know. I mean, like there's like there's like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I, who knows? I mean, there's like there's a, there's an artist called Al City, but I think it's just one guy, but he doesn't go. By oh, name. you know, it's so like I know that there's solo artists that yeah. make all the music, but you know, like Dave Grohl. He made his first album, but he called it Foo Fighters instead of calling it the Dave Grohl Band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and and that and that and that was a thing with uh, one of my fa- one of my favorite bands, Imperial State Electric. It started off with an, with an album that was basically recorded all by uh, Nick Anderson from the Helicopters, and that it, it, like I think there was only one song on it that had uh, the eventual iteration of what the band would have been, but for the most part, everything was just him. But he didn't. But he again, he didn't want it to be like you know the Nick Anderson project. He wanted it to be a band type thing. Yeah, which like an I actual name for a band. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I, I can't really say I know that much about Nine Inch Nails, but I have listened to one or, one or two of their albums, and I, I guess I like it. I think it's very inventive. I think it's very interesting music. Which yeah, yeah. I can see you know Trent Reznor and the band using that instrument to create interesting oh, yeah. industrial sort of haunting sounds. Oh, definitely. Well, like what I like to think about is I like to think about, uh, um, well, as far as like how I would use it, I would probably do some like Led Zeppelin type thing where like, you know how like that middle section in like whole lot of love, they've got all all that crap going on. I'd like to do something like that, like before, like after a guitar solo, just to kind of add some sort of interesting ambience. That guitar solo is, I I think, one of the greatest guitar solos ever. Oh, yeah. God, the fucking... Oh, excuse me, but whatever. Believe it out. Um, the fucking uh, the drum segment with it, like oh yeah, bump, yeah, and it goes bump, 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 bump. Oh, it's so great. That that it's like I I remember the first time I heard a whole lot of love. I was like 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 that was one that was one of those moments where you stop and you're just like oh I. I like this, like, and, and just the sound that Jimmy Page had on that, on that song was just like, oh, it's beautiful. Like, I think, I think that was, that was the album that he started using Gibson Les Pauls on because they were just a bigger, they were a bigger sound than the Telecaster. Although I think I like his, uh, I think I like the sound he had on his Telecaster better than he did for, uh, on the Les Paul. And I, as far as more, and for more, Led Zeppelin myth mythos out there myths out there. Uh, um, I believe that Jim uh, that Jimmy Page used uh, the Telecaster on the Stairway to Heaven solo on the record. Um, he didn't actually use the double neck on the record. Um, I believe he used the uh, uh, Telecaster on the record, but I might be wrong. Well, that's really interesting. I had, I don't know much about guitars, and I I don't know the sound. Like I'm not that well versed yeah. in my knowledge about guitars and the sound they produce, but cool cool stuff yeah 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 cool because like well most people when they when they see jimmy page they they see the the or they think of the double necked red guitar the sg that he has double red neck guitar (laughs) (laughs) well you know what i'm saying yeah them boys electric is that electric guitar electric 
They went twingity twang twang. It's a double redneck guitar. Double redneck guitar. What do you? How we do like you, to, how do you we power like to call this beer? Beer and the power of America. Power of America. God bless America. God bless America. Shit. <laughs> Spits in the uh, spittoon and it goes spittoon or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Remember that meme? Uh. uh Get you a man who can do both. Remember that? Oh, my God. Yeah, right? It's <laughs> almost like they were just terrible. Yeah, yeah, and like the internet was just filled with them. At first, it was the people who were like, at first, it was the people who were very serious about this meme. Like, oh, yeah, get you a man who can do both or whatever. And then the the meme community got a hold of it. And then they just started making ridiculous shit. <laughs> Get you a man, or it was sometimes it was like get you a girl that can do both, and it'd be like a girl changing from sweatpants to like uh, you know tighter fitting clothes, no, oh, yeah, a contour yeah. dress or whatever, and you're, and you're just like I'm I'm always looking at them, I'm like what get, get you a girl, girl that can, can change clothes like what right exactly <laughs> it was so dumb or it makes me think of it makes me think of the uh, well I think it eventually became this may not be official but it sounds like the eventual evolution of of that meme. Where it's like, well, it's like it was a TikTok meme, and it's like, and 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 some some girl, it, it was like a quote unquote girl meme. Like, admit it, girls, we all know, uh, we we've all met somebody hot named, and then it would change to like somebody's name, like like Gerald or like Blake or something <laughs> like that, and it would Sheldon. be like, a, and, and it would be like, but it would be like a monkey walking around in overalls, <laughs> and it was just so funny. Gerald. Or, or that's, a, like, that's or, a really hot name, dude. Yeah. Gerald? Can you, you imagine? You like, can, that's like a daddy name. You could call him Jer. Oh, come on, Jer. Let me. Come on, Jerry. Jerry. Oh. Uh, what else? What's another good daddy name? Uh, Mazer. Oh, I, oh. Mean, I, was, I, did, oh, I didn't say oh, that I, out I, loud. I, I was just thinking. I, I didn't. I was uh, going to say yeah. Andrew, but I mean. Oh, shit. Uh, oh. What other? Jeff's a good one. I don't know. I can't think of any daddy names past Jeff. Hank, maybe? I don't know. Henry, Hank. Hank, no Hank, Hank. That's that's there. Hank's a pretty studly Hank, name, I would say. Yeah, it's 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 very like, I imagine a guy who's working in a junkyard who's got like a nice nice kind of tan to him. He's yeah. he, he 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 works out, but it's because he has to deal with heavy stuff all day. But yeah, no, Hank is definitely that's a very daddy name. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Now we're off topic. Uh, well, know, we haven't right, even gotten on topic yet. We haven't. Not really. Well, I think this is a good se- well, I think this is a good segue into boomers. boomers? Hank is a very boomer name. <laughs> is it? I think so. I think, you know, Oh, think great. Now all the Hanks who are watching the pa- the podcast just Yeah, but they I just said that Hank is a daddy name so they can just shut up and take the compliment. Yeah, not worry like about a- all the shit we're about to talk on these boomers. I'm kidding. Ooh. Yeah, I'm getting a little feisty. Sorry, Hanks. Uh. It's like a like a caged cat. Mm. You know, speaking of Hank, I uh, got into the show called Californication, and uh, I love that song and that album. Oh yes, it's a great <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers. If you're listening to this, here we go again with the celebrity name calling. We have to. We that's have our, to. that's our that's our shtick. We have to get as many. We have we, we it, it's not a it's not a it's not a Bromo Sapiens podcast if we don't at least drop some celebrity name at least like once. Yeah, it's you not. Know? It's this is our trademark. This is what we do. Shtick. You're right. But yeah, I uh, saw this, watched the show, and the main character's name is Hank Moody. And um, I would totally want to, you know, I, I would want to meet that guy. I would, I would want to meet that boomer. For, for, what, for what purpose? Oh, he's just so, like, 
he, he has no filter. You know, that character has no <laughs> filter. Well, he, he, I shouldn't say he has no filter. He's definitely committed to telling the truth. That's the way I should put it. Ah, so he's like me. I got you. Yes. In fact, you totally like, if, if that character was a real character, you totally have a good time oh, talking I, to him I mean, over lunch or coffee or something. We probably would. I, uh, um, if we could get Hank Moody on this podcast, totally would. <laughs> To him, well, we have to get the act. We have to get the actor on here, but the pro- oh, the actor is David Duchovny. Uh, well, if we could get him, but he has to act. He has to act like he's Hank the entire time. That oh, would well, be, that'd be great. How, that'd be how really great cool. would that be? Yeah, that'd be really interesting. David Duchovny, oh if you're God. listening to this, please support our channel. Come, come to our podcast. Come to come our podcast. To our podcast, please, and, then, <laughs> and shower us with your moodiness and 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 pure. Honesty. Get hanky panky with us. Oh my goodness. Okay, all right. Well that's scandalous. I know. I can't help so is this so is this podcast, you know? Yeah, this whole thing is scandy. Yeah. You know, I think we should make it a thing. What would Hank Moody do? Or what would Hank Hank Moody say? Yeah. You know, you need to (laughs) watch that show. We won't run out of ideas fast at all. Yeah, you keep telling me. And there's a lot of shows that I need to watch that I just have. Do you have Hulu? Uh yeah, I do have Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu. Okay. Lulu. I'll, here's the thing. I've got, I've got, I've got such a long, I've got such a long list of things that I need to watch. Well, here's that, the deal. They're like 30 minute that? episodes. Just watch the. first I'm a 30 one. minute episode. What are you talking about, bitch? Did you say you're a 30 minute episode? Because yeah. last time I checked, you you went for two hours. Yeah, you're right. What am I saying? Yeah, what the <laughs> f- are you saying, man? <laughs> don't don't sell yourself short like that. All right, all right. You're, you're not, not in my house. Hell See, no. See, get you a man that encourages you like this, all right? Yeah. This talk is, talk this your is man where, up, all right, ladies? This is talk where it's at, up. ladies. This is where it's at, ladies. Men need and love, or, too. And or gentlemen, you know. You know the Old Spice commercial? Men have skin, too. Oh, yeah. Men need love, <laughs> well, too. Talk your man like, up, ladies. Come on. I like the ones with uh, uh, I like the ones with Terry Crews in it, and he just... He, he, uh, uh, he does his he, uh, boob dance. The peck <laughs> thing, and then yeah. he screams, ah! ah! Yeah, I love this. <laughs> I think Terry Crews is no longer part of uh, Old Spice... Well, like Kevin no. Hart was now. Kevin Hart's been in a few Old Spice commercials. Now there's another guy. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because it totally works. I, that's all I use, Old Spice. I used to use all that. Well, no, I, I used to use that. Um, I used to use the the one where it the ones where it was, um, like the shampoo and the and the uh, body wash or whatever. But then that started doing bad things to my hair, and I'm like, well, I have to upkeep this. Yeah, so. no, I wouldn't. I would never get like all in one, because it's never. It's yeah. It's too hard on your hair. It's weird. Yeah. It's for people. It's for. It's basically for people who don't give a shit the way I look at it, because it's just like, oh well, this will wash me. This is fine, you know. Well, yeah, if that's the attitude you want to go with, use fucking Don Don dishwash. Are you, I was just thinking that. Did you see that meme? <laughs> yeah. You saw that meme where yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. My, my boyfriend, my boyfriend said, my boyfriend has Don dish dish soap in his in his shower, and he's like, "Well, if it's good enough to clean the ducks, it's good enough to clean, clean me. me." Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of. Use the Don dish soap. Get the well, oil and I, grease out of you. Right. Well, I needed to. Uh, well, I I I, uh, uh, I I needed to. I need as, as I'm getting older, I needed to really be. I really needed to pay attention to um, what exactly what I was actually putting on my hair because I need to make sure that it's like that 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 I'm ensuring the proper care so that my my scalp and my hair will just be healthy to just to limit hair loss and everything like that. Yeah, um, that's that's one struggle that 
a lot of us face as we age. You know, they say 80% of men lose their hair in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my, mind, my mind is blown when I see older gentlemen who have like a full head of hair. I'm just like, what the f*** did you, what did you do? How did you, is that just genes? Did you like... Well, yeah, uh, it that, could be genetics uh, and it could also be like them taking supplements like biotin or, you know, using... using I take biotin, man. And oh, you my, do? My, well, every... Well, I go through phases where I, I, I take I take some for a bit of time, then I stop. And then Does I, it have any side effects? I mean, not side effects, but like, do you is it you can just get them over the counter, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you can get them over the counter, and basically, I'll, I'll put it like this: it makes it makes hair grow everywhere. So just be, be yeah, aware of, be be aware of that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but that's not but that's not really why I stop why I stop taking it. It's just more or less I just kind of get out of the kick of doing it. And oh, don't stop taking know. it. <laughs> You like you like the jungle? You yeah, like the jungle I like that. Maybe. I like, Is that how it goes? I like a little bit of hair here and there, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Manly men just doing manly men things. Mm-hmm. Bros helping bros and being bros, being all bro-y and, sh- and stuff. Bro culture ain't all that bad. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. It's not at all. I think it's actually, um, it's healthy, in fact, to have, and I'm not, I'm not saying this to be funny. I actually mean this. I think it's very healthy. And it's not just to say that, you know, bros, it's just about bros. I think it's it's just healthy to have a set of friends that are, you know, your support group, if you will. Like, you you can't talk about, like, for me, I can't talk about everything to, you know, one type of person. Like, I can't tell my mom everything. I can't tell my dad everything. They're they're my parents. Oh, same, yeah. Yeah, I have to restrict some, I have to keep some information away just because they don't probably want to hear it and I couldn't be feel comfortable saying it but you know when you have a yeah. bunch of guys around your age or you know that people you can relate to even and it, you know it also goes for girls women having women friends yeah you know i was scrolling through facebook um just looking at my uh, news feed and somebody yeah. posted uh i can't remember who it was but they posted a um a prompt like that said what's harder for you to say a i apologize b I need help or C, I love you. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's a, that's an interesting question. And I thought about it and I picked C. I was like, it's hard for me to say, I love you. Like I can't, I'll I'll apologize if I'm wrong and I'll say I need help if I really need help. I, even that is hard for me to ask, but ask for, but I can still ask for help if I need it. But saying I love you, like I can't, I can't do that to me. It's so, not, not even with my parents. Like that's how, Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can, I can understand that. Uh, That's I also mean, because I come from a, a an Indian family, and nobody says "I love you" in an Indian family. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. No, I got you. It, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a different family dynamic, and and or or, or then I got you. I mean, uh, but I mean, I guess, but I mean, but it's not just like family. I think it's like even to your loved one, you know, like your significant other. I'd have a hard time saying the words "I love you." Yeah, I don't know if you resonate with that. Well, or not. I mean, I mean, what I was just trying to say was, I feel like why, but I feel, I feel like that whole notion actually start. I think I feel like that whole notion um, starts from the family, though, because I mean, think about how children develop. Yeah, children develop based off of the environment that they grow up in. You know, mm-hmm. they're prod, they're products of that. Um, that being said, it's like you know, I, I think I, I do think there is a certain. There's a certain family dynamic that I'm not saying is is good or bad, but just certain family dynamics in general that will ultim- that can ultimately kind of I think affect how people later in their life, 
you know, it, it affects how difficult it is for them to say things. For 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 some, it it could be "I love you." For others, it could be, uh, um, uh, you know, "I need help" or what whatever. Or I apologize you know. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I don't know. I think uh, well, I've always I've always I've always kind of I've never really had issues being able to say like, I love you, or, uh, um, or, or, or even asking for help, because I'm not very, not very prideful, um, well, certain extents, maybe, but, um, I think maybe the thing that I struggle with certain times is, uh, well, actually, no, I wouldn't even say ap- apologize. Well, it doesn't have to be those, those three things. I, mean, those I know, but I'm, three, I'm, I'm just yeah. talking about, I'm just talking about from, the context from those of that three. meme. Yeah. yeah, from those three, I actually don't really think I have that much of an issue with uh, most. I mean, but I, I do, but it's only during like certain, like very specific, uh, um, it's, but it's only during like very specific uh, uh, situations, I guess you could say. Um, sure. But but I, I'll say it like this though. I also think, I mean, I think the, I think the I love you thing is, a, a, I don't know. I, I think, I think it, it, it kind of, I mean, I think as I got older, it actually got more difficult to say things than it did when I was younger. But I think that's just because of my own experience, my own personal experiences just with dealing with other people and everything like that. Um, and then also kind of just seeing how adults really are with each other in terms of, yeah, I think, you know, family, um, life or, and, 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 um, and I'm talking about like extended family and stuff like that. Like, you know, maybe like people you don't necessarily see all the time, but they're, they're your family. Therefore you're supposed to kind of like, you know, love them because of that. But it's like, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think as you start to get older, you start to, at least for me, it was, I started to think more and more about kind of what, what that word means and kind of how to use it or when to use it rather. Um, but I don't know. I mean, there, there, there is, there is, there is that certain amount of vulnerability that comes from saying that, you know, that from yeah. saying, I, from saying I love you, or I mean, any of those were any of those like, those three options, just in general. Yeah, um, yeah, it's absolutely, it's a vulnerability thing to to be able to let your guard down and say something like any of those three things or yeah, things of that nature. It doesn't have to be just I love you, I'm sorry, or I need help. It could be any of that, but um, showing vulnerability as a whole, I think is, is majorly difficult in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it, I mean, I, I want to say it's for, for me, it's one of those things I, I try and just not to think about just because that makes like that, that makes like that, that, that makes functioning in an emotional sense or just functioning in, in the sense of being human less awkward if you're just not like focusing too much uh, on why you're why you're saying something that's not too uh um uh, i'm not sure what i was trying to say well i lost what i was going to say sorry i think if what I you're can... trying to get at is like it makes it a little bit less awkward when you don't focus too much on what you yeah. want to say and like if you if you if you feel love for someone or something and you say it without overthinking it it feels it's a lot it's a lot less awkward if I'm getting that right. Yeah, no, you, you got me. That's exactly what I was trying to yeah, say. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. Uh, well, and that kind of comes with allowing yourself to be vulnerable and 
showcasing how you yeah. feel, you know. And that kind of goes back to, um, you know, how in today's society, it's. I think it's starting to become more okay for not just men, but people in general to sort of open up about how they feel, you know, yeah. and, and say it without overthinking it in, in terms of if I say this to my, you know, painting myself as, um, you know, weak person. Yeah. Right. But, uh, and, the, and, and at the same time, it's, um, it's all, it's also positivity, I think is also kind of, you know, in a weird, in a weird twisted way. Like it's, there's, there's two sides to the thing. I, th- I think this whole thing, like opening up and showing vulnerability. And then there's the other side where there's people that are almost always too op- open and positive and, mm. you know, and how that is also in a weird way, negative. You know, like it's, it's, it's negative oh, yeah. to be not, it, it's negative to be totally closed up. And I think it's also negative to be very open and very, very positive about everything. Oh well, yeah, with that, with because I mean, well, I I just think that 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 can that can come to a conversation about balance, um, yeah, or having a certain amount of balance because I don't think anything is ever truly balanced unless you're talking to the gurus of the universe, in which case they'd be like, oh yes, everything is balanced, my my As friend. As Thanos would say, yeah, all you things, know, I don't know, I can't remember that quote. He, I think it was like balanced as all things should, should be. be. That's yeah, what it was, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're not, yeah, but uh, um. But no, yeah, I totally see what you're saying. I mean, you can be, you could be living in this, you like this, euphoric. Is that the right word? You euphoric sort of utopia. No, I'm thinking of like a, a, a like, I, like I'm thinking of like a, a sort of like world that someone chooses to put themselves in, where they're just like seeing, where they're always seeing good, and they're not seeing anything. I mean, like an ideal, uh, like well, that's what I would. That's what I would use an ideal utopic. Well, yeah, I, uh, well, or euphoric. Like a, euphoric would be it's, okay too. It's 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 well. It, I mean, it's basically setting up illusions for yourself, kind of like you know. Oh yeah. To where you're, yeah. I mean, but I, because I, I think I think for I think for. I think I think that it it can be, shocking for some people to 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 think that positivity could be negative in an aspect or something like that because over, yeah like over amount too much yeah. positivity is totally but yeah it's yeah. almost neglecting but, to see it's not neglecting it's choosing not to see the truth you're almost denying the truth for the sake of it yeah it's too hard to swallow giggity <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah yeah you're, you're I, I'm, I'm following you um like i like well because I, I, a lot of times I like to I like to think of myself as as uh, a positive person, but I think a lot of people do. But I mean, I, 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 I being self aware of who I am, I tend to I tend to look on the bright side of things. You know, I, I, try, I tend to look at uh, uh, things in a very positive light. Um, no matter well, not no matter how shitty they are. I mean, I, I, I will I will still be able to be like, okay, yes, this, like, I, I, I can admit when a situation is really, really bad. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is shitty. This is a shitty situation. I, I, I feel you. I understand what you're saying. Um, but then my mind immediately, I think just to cope with, with that sort of thing is, 
immediately I'm thinking of a solution as to how that can be, you know, fixed or in a way that can be fixed. And I, I don't necessarily think that's that's toxic or negative. No, um, I think that's you're a bloomer. Se. You're a, blo- a, a bloomer, not a boomer. You're a bloomer. Well, explain that to me. Explain that bloomer, concept. To I me. mean, I for those that don't know what I'm talking about, you probably know what I'm talking about. But there's um no oh, yeah. There's the memes. There's the boomer. There's the doomer. There's the bloomer, and then there's the zoomer. Bloomer, you're. I I think what you're describing sounds like a bloomer, where you recognize mm-hmm. that it's there's a bad situation, but you're seeing the possibilities. After you know, once once you get through the shit, you're seeing. You're, well, I, I should say you're seeing past the shit to see the possibilities of what could become afterwards. Yeah. Uh, you're seeing the resolution, how to resolve. In any in any kind of scenario, it doesn't have to be the world, but um, you see that there's pain in the world, and then you see beyond the pain, and um, that sounds like a bloomer attitude, as opposed yeah. to a doomer attitude, which is you embrace the world pain and you see no light. At, well, I shouldn't say light at the end of the tunnel, but you don't see the um, you're not you don't you, you succumb to the misery of it. And you're you're like, more nihilistic, kind of. Yeah, than, absolutely, yeah. exactly. You're you're indulging in all the temporary fixes mm-hmm. and whatever that may be. It could be substance abuse, could be escape from reality, like video games or whatever, or movies. I think there's a doomer in all of us, but. Uh, oh, definitely. Especially in, in our generation. Oh but, yeah, of course. But at the same time, there's, um, you know, how you choose to deal with that doomerism, if you will. <laughs> the determine, yeah, if it, yeah. you know, if that determines if you're, you know, you're if that if you're started to you're starting to follow the path of a bloomer, as opposed to a doomer and staying with the doomer path. I don't know. Not to get too too philosophical here, right? But I mean, I think hey, we're, I, we we said we offer informative and mildly humorous, mildly humorous, and something else. Oh, entertaining. That's yeah, entertaining. Yes, not to. Che- Toot, toot our own horn, horn. Yeah. but um, but yeah, no. Not the toot, toot around. You toot, tooting toot. over there? Oh yeah. <laughs> Had some Taco Bell for breakfast, and no, I did. <laughs> I wish <laughs> Taco, Taco Bell, Bell sounds kind of good right now. That would be delicious right now. Um, but I mean, but uh, I think what's also interesting is to look at this idea of how this overwhelming amount of positivity translates then to things such as social media. Because there are people that I mean, I mean, look, look at look at how Instagram, how like if 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 you look at that at like really successful Instagram pages, mm-hmm. it is just nonstop, overwhelming positivity where it's like people are acting like, oh yeah, this is you know my life is great. Nothing Everything bad happens is, in my life. Yeah, nothing bad happens. It's perfect. I love you know. It's like it's like. If you've got people who are who are who are beautiful and just you know they're 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 in this they're always in the sun they never I'll put it like this they never take pictures on a cloudy day. Yeah, they never. Yeah, oh, that's a good good analogy. I, th- I think. Yeah, and 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 quite literal too. Like you know you, you see these certain you know everything's great and beautiful in my life, and then and and then it's the uh, uh, <laughs> the the age old. The, or, the, or the yeah I guess I don't know the age old uh, phrase of I'm blocking out the haters and everything like that yeah. and it's like yeah or hashtag good vibes only oh yeah you know really are are those are those good vibes are those 
Is, is, is pretending or is being in denial a good vibe? Is that a... That's a, oh, that's a really good question you just asked. Being in, I think that is in part being in denial of all that's wrong. Just choosing not to see it and blocking it out yeah. kind of makes you... Uh, I think that makes you... Uh, uh, and this is a controversial statement, but I think that makes you weak. Ooh, as opposed to As opposed to opening up about things that yeah. hurt. You know, that is a strong thing to do. Yeah. Oh, and th- because that's, I mean, you, you, you are in some way, shape or form, you know, taking an easier way. You're taking the easy way out to essentially, I, guess, I think you could say liberation for yourself or whatever, because, yeah. because I mean, instead you're just, I mean, I've, I, I've, I've, this is something I've, I've told people a lot you know, and uh, I, I used to tell people this a lot when they would have issues. And I would say, um, by making your felt yourself feel uncomfortable, you will actually end up growing because you can't yeah. grow. You can't grow if you're comfortable. I mean, think about growing pains. Like when you were, when you were young and like your leg would hurt or whatever. And you're like, ma, ma, why, why, why is this happening? And then it's like, well, it's growing pains. And then, then the, the notion is there or the idea is there. You need to feel that pain so you can grow. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, otherwise it, it comes you know. with it. You can't really there's no growth without a little bit of you know, there was a there's a really cool quote. I can't remember who said it, but um there's no rose without thorns. Oh yeah. You know, so absolutely. And yeah, like there's the 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 people that live in ignorant bliss all the time. Blissful. Yeah. Is it ignorant? Am I saying that right? Or blissfully? Yeah, ignorant? yeah. Well, yeah, because the, the, the saying is ignorance is bliss. Right. And they just reject that anything is wrong at all. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know how you could go through life doing that. Well, I mean. I mean, I feel like you'd have to really into to give some some credit to them or to give some benefit of the doubt to them. Oh, yeah. Um, I think you'd have to go through some really, really shitty things to be at yeah. that point you know that could totally be uh a way to get there is like ah everything is fine because you've really been put through the ringer and yeah it's a coping it's a coping mechanism at the end of the day but i mean i'll say it like this a lot of t- i mean just as just as there are good coping mechanisms there are really bad coping mechanisms and some bad coping mechanisms aren't uh aren't uh, uh identify or they're they're not publicly seen as how bad as they could be you know, mm-hmm. I mean, does, does that, that make sense, right? Yeah, 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 I think so. Um, well, elaborate on that a little bit more. I'm well, I mean, what, uh, what your thoughts are on that. Okay, well, what I'm thinking of is I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah, like, like some, okay, let, okay, let's say, let's say, you know, smoking cigarettes is a coping mechanism. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, because it, 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 it chills you out or, or everything or anything like that. Um, takes the edge off. It, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Or, or alcoholism for whatever, you know, alcohol is used as a coping mechanism. I mean, a lot of people say, I mean, I think a lot of people will come out and say that alcoholism is a negative coping mechanism. Um, and to a certain extent, certain extent smoking as well, because there are health uh, there are health issues that arise from that, um, but I, but I then I but I think in the in that term though, and, but I, but I think that because you have 
those sorts of things that are publicly looked at as negative coping mechanisms, you then also have things such as this overwhelming pride of, or, or this overwhelming sense of positivity that isn't seen as, in the, isn't seen as a negative coping mechanism because, oh, there aren't any health, health, uh, 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 health issues that arise from just being overly positive and everything like that. But it's like, well, yeah, but let's take a closer look now. What are you doing to yourself mentally? What are you, what, what kind of wall are you building up for yourself that is stopping you from developing? Because I mean, think about, think about, I mean, think about stunting your, your own personal growth because you're so absorbed into this idea that is, a coping mechanism that isn't healthy. You know, I mean, I, I think, I think, I think what I guess I'm trying to say is more often than not, a lot of, a lot of coping mechanisms aren't treat, aren't treated as badly as they aren't treated, aren't talked about or considered as bad as they really are. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like somebody who's, who's overtly positive and always talking about positivity and, and, you know, it vibes only and all that stuff. It almost gives away the fact that everything isn't okay in their life. Yeah. And, um, and you know, they need to maybe take a minute to sit down with themselves and reevaluate their, you know, mindset because it's okay to, it's okay. To, you know, it's kind of like that movie inside out. Have you seen that movie yet? I haven't, but I know what, I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah. Like the whole idea behind that movie was all these, the characters, it's a Pixar movie. And yeah. um, it's inside of a a main character's head. It's a little girl. And yeah. inside her head, there's different emotions characterized. So there's happy, there's sad, there's angry, there's jealous, and I can't remember the other one. But, you know, happy, all, all the other emotions together try and keep um, sadness away from um, taking over this girl's mind. And um, mm. at the end of the movie, you re- and this might be spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, so pause or <laughs> skip through this part now. It's been but, a couple years. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go out, I'll go ahead and say, spoiler alert, but at the end of the movie, they realize that everybody needs a little bit of sadness Yeah. to really process the grief. You know, you have to process grief. You can't that just... Is, that's powerful. I think that's super powerful. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it really is. You have to process grief in order to see why the good things are good. Like, you can't just yeah. flood your mind with positive only. Bob Ross. What did, what did Bob Ross say? But one of my favorite Bob Ross quotes is, uh, he's like, oh, well, you got to, hey, oh, oh, what did he say? He was like, uh, um, he's like, you, you, you got to have, you got to have, you, he was ba- it was basically, you got to have, you, you got to have ba- bad times so you can appreciate the good times. Exactly. Because exactly. I think he was he was talking about, I don't know if it was his, uh, I don't remember if his, this might be wrong. This really might be wrong, but uh, I think he was talking about his wife dying or something like that. And he was like, you know, and then something happened. He was painting, something traumatic happened to him and he was painting and it was on live TV. And he said, well, you gotta have the, uh, you gotta, you gotta have the bad times so you can appreciate the good. And that is a very, realistic way of looking at things absolutely yeah and then, good way know, of looking at things but uh, yeah it's a healthy it's healthy it's healthy to see it that way because otherwise you're just yeah then you're just living in denial 
Yeah. And you're, yeah. And I and I've been there. I've done that. So I oh, can. Oh yeah, of I course. I mean, it. it's a learning experience. You know, you're 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 not you're not you're not nobody is in the wrong for learning, because right. I mean, you're you're not you're got you're not going to know if you don't learn. So. You know. Exactly. And that's why I think that um, at the end of the day, I think there's a nihilistic doomer esque in all of us, even if you're yeah. a, you know, even if you're the so-called boomer. And again, not to say that this is just relate. This is just to call out baby boomers. It's not just a baby boomer thing. This oh, mindset yeah. could translate to other age groups that are younger. But um, yeah, like even those that are always positive, even those that are always I don't know. Something makes me believe that for someone to get to that point in their life, they have to be put through. No, I shouldn't say they have to be. They may not be put through anything, but um, most likely they're probably they've probably have been put through hell. Or yeah, yeah. Whatever. To get yeah. to a point where they're like, ah, none of this is really all that big of a deal. Like they get to a very nihilistic because they're like, yeah, anything that's happening at this point in, in this world, like not no no trauma is greater than the one that I've been through. So everything is fine. Yeah. And, and that, and, and that in its own right is kind of nihilistic and nothing that I do, nothing that I say matters. So everything is fine. Nothing that mm-hmm. goes wrong will matter at the end of the day. Yeah. And the doomer would say the same thing, but in a different twist to it. Right. Right. So, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I also want to kind of think about the, the just going back just really quickly to the uh, um, to that whole Instagram idea where you have people who are posting who 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 post or their entire account is just based off of quote unquote or hashtag I should say good vibes and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's always really really interesting when later on they have a post about they they have a post about uh, okay I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to be off of instagram for a little bit of time now because of quote-unquote self-care or, or whatever oh yeah or, yeah or it's 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 the big announcement that yeah i'm taking a break from instagram for however long because of this and this and that and it's like i whenever i see posts like that or they, they stick out to me because it's like clearly some sort of breakthrough has been made mm-hmm. but it's always interesting to see whether or not they're going to follow up with that breakthrough in a positive manner or if they're just going to let old patterns continue and, and yeah and, and the and content manifest. they create no that's a really good point yeah if, you know? if their growth is going to be seen in the content they create or is it going to be the same type of content but they're like they the entire growth phase is offline like nobody sees it yeah everybody continues to yeah i get totally what you're saying yeah and, I, and i'd be more interested in seeing somebody who um you know, showcases their growth. Not like oh, yeah. a weird, not like a weird, like, look at me, I'm growing and I'm, I'm learning. Well, well, yeah, because, th- well, then you get that, well, then it turns into, to- into, into a toxic thing all over again because exactly. it's like you, you've got, you've, you've got this level of, it's not really narcissism, but it's like, it's this level of validation seeking, I think. Well, yeah, it's, well, it's validation seeking, but it's, but it's also, it's, I almost feel like it's like, lying to yourself like look at me look look at how good i'm doing aren't i doing good i'm i'm exactly. you know and and, and, exactly. and then it just kind of gets kind of like creepy where it's just like you're, you're you're just i mean you should of course you should be proud of your journey you know that's yeah. not what i'm not saying don't be but i think there also comes to a certain amount of 
how mature you are about it. Because maturity mm-hmm. is a is is another thing that enters into it. Because because a more mature individual is somebody that's going to just kind of take things as they are and just like okay this is you know yes I screwed up yes this is I've been doing a lot of bad things for myself and I need to stop doing that right Um, I mean I I think I think I always think of like the uh uh, the videos on YouTube where it's like we need to talk or (laughs) I did something bad and it's just a guy who's yeah it is and then you've got the person who's sitting there who looks like sad or they're like oh yeah like real grim yeah 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 you know (laughs) I think that's so funny Oh, it, it is. It, it, it is. And it's to, to comment on our last podcast, quote unquote, cringy kind of, because it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, are, you, you have to, you, you then start to question, is this person for real? Or are they just doing this for... But then I'm like you. mad at myself for clicking on it too. I'm like, ah, oh, right, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, all right, what did you, what did you do now? Like, <laughs> but I, you click, you click on it, you click, yeah, you click on it, like, ah, what did you f- up on now? And they totally made yeah. it work. Yeah, no, I always feel guilty for having to, you know, like. They totally made it work. I I clicked on it just because, yeah. you know, it's like, ah, now I got to know what, what this person did. Right. Yeah. And, and and you do feel this overwhelming sense of just <laughs> I fell for it, even though <laughs> I knew I was me. falling for it. But somehow it's also energy. I simped hard. It's, it's, it's That's dark. What, I did. what was it? I simped hard. Oh, yeah, you simp. Even though but, I knew I was simping, I simped but hard. Some, But somehow it is darkly uh, entertaining to uh, uh and well in a dark way i should say but it, it, it is entertaining in a dark way to kind of because we, we as humans just have that natural tendency about us oh how did this person f- up now because we just you know yeah they, we yeah. all love titillating stories we're also please understand that we're not necessarily trying to um kind of put we're, we're, we're not trying to make anybody feel bad please understand that because I mean, you know, everybody, everybody has their, everybody has their own journey. Everybody, and and like, and like we said, you know, everybody needs to, everybody essentially needs to to learn before they can know. You yeah, know? yeah. And 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 we're we're not necessarily trying to say that that these that certain people are wrong for you know the ways that they cope, but just also understand that there are better ways to do that there are there are there are actual proven ways in which a person can cope with or there there are proven techniques and proven strategies that a person can take to um we won't talk about the proven ways in case anybody decides to listen to us and try it and then they're like ah. yeah so but, but, I mean, but I mean, I, but I mean, if, 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 if you go, if you go to a person who's actually trained for it and everything like that, they right. will say, these are great. These are great techniques to go on and to, in with that, that will currently help you out. Right. Because I, I, I think, I think a certain, I think a, there's a certain part of, uh, that, that, that a lot of, like, I, I see a lot of people who have the, who have accounts on Instagram go very public with what, with what, with you know, how they're coping and, 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 and with certain things. And I think when you immediately bring that public aspect to it, I think that really starts to, to take away from, you know, it, it, that starts to take away from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like there's certain things that should be kept personal. They don't yeah. have to be publicized. Yeah, I get that. Be, because at that point, at, at, what, at what point does it become, oh, 
I'm 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 doing this for publicity. Or I mean, I'm it's it's annoying enough when you share your food pictures online. Like, look what I'm eating. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, well, I I mean, I I feel guilty. I feel guilty sometimes when I post my. Uh, yeah, stop my, posting your your forty dollars steak and your bourbon and your my bourbon. Your, yeah, stop, well, I, stop I don't really that. do the food, but I do the bourbon. But I think I'm that's kidding. more or less that's not I me. Yeah. That's not me trying to like flex flex on people. Or, that's more or less. Just yeah, will me, you quit like, flexing? Look, I know, right? Piece of <laughs> your forty dollars steak and your bourbon and, and your I'm sorry and your mashed just, potatoes just, or whatever. I just think I matter look how that much. I, am. Ugh, I I just think I matter you. that much, and I think people need to see. Everything. They need to see that I'm having a good time so they know that I'm worth it. Well, you're not. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Quit being a little bitch. Yeah, bitch. whatever. No, what uh, of it? You still f***ing <laughs> me, so what's the issue? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I am. You got me. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll touche your touche. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right. Uh, some things do need to be kept personal, and it's okay to share. Like, hey, I'm going through some tough times. Yeah, that's I think okay. that's great because you're letting people know you're like, all right, I'm I'm doing some I'm doing something with my life right now. You know what I find the most intriguing though is when, um, and I don't know if this happens anymore or not. What's up? But when somebody is going through a a tough time, say you're an artist, musical artist, a fine artist, any type of content creator, whatever you know. Um. Well, I shouldn't say content creator because that sounds like you're a YouTube celebrity or whatever. But I'm talking like <laughs> if you're if you're if you create, if you you're a maker yeah. of things or art or music or movies or whatever. Uh, I find it more interesting to to see the tough times you're going through reflected in your work itself. Ah, uh, like yeah, if you're yeah. if you're you know so like I like to take. Well, I let's not, I'm not gonna talk about me, but I'm just saying like somebody likes to take photos. They're a photographer. Yeah. And their Instagram page or social media is full of the work they do, and they post it online. You know, I find it more intriguing when they start posting things that that are dark. Like, if they're in a gloomy part of their life right now, maybe mm-hmm. they won't take pictures of a sunny landscape. Now, this just for, as an example. Well, I feel like the biggest thing is they won't be taking pictures of themselves because I think because I think I think the biggest. I mean, let's be real. It's like selfies. And, and that sort of culture, it's a very narcissistic culture because you're trying to make yourself the, the set that you're, you're making yourself essentially the center of attention for whatever sort of content that you're posting. It's all about you at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's validation seeking and it's all, it's a lot of, look at me. Look how yeah. pretty I am. It, and, and, yeah. and, and I think what you're speaking on as far as like artists that are actually able to put themselves or where they're at in their life into their work, I think that's totally, I, I, if, I, if anything, I think that's, that's so empowering. Yeah. Because you're, you're able, I mean, you're literally able to take something negative or something It's, it's less on the nose. Life. That's what it is. In, in fact, the first time I was exposed to, um, if seeing the evolution of an artist was when I first went to Philadelphia for a Vincent Van Gogh show. Oh, cool. Yeah. My dad and I, we road trip out to, uh, Philly. Oh, to, hell yeah. yeah. It was, it was that, that's when I used to live in Pittsburgh and, um, and it was a birthday gift, I guess it was my birthday that we went on that it was, that's the day we traveled on. It was during my birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was the first time I saw, you know, 
we started at at Van Gogh's. It was a tour, and we started at a, it was a guided tour. We started at the very beginning of his career, and as it progressed, we saw how his color palette changed, and it got mm. progressively like the the content that he was painting, and the colors he was using were shifting from nice warm tones to nice dark. And I keep using the word nice because they were nice. Oh, Even yeah. though they were dark, they were nice, dark, grungy colors. It's an honest assessment of what you saw. That's what you felt. You, you saw that and you literally thought, that's f***ing nice. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. It, it, there was some sort, of, some sort of warmth even to the dark stuff, you know? Yeah. And that, to me, felt like a genuine but subtle way of saying, hey, I'm going through tough times. Mm. It's not as... And the weird thing is, you know, people still painted self-portraits back then. And yeah. As an equivalent, to, if you want to talk about selfies and how that's narcissistic. But here's the thing, though. That, and, I, and, 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 and that's when the conversation opens up. Because I've thought about that in the back of my mind when I was talking about selfies. And it is, it is an interesting sort of thing. Because, yes, a self-portrait is a certain sense narcissistic. And there are some people that would even argue that a selfie could be considered a, a self-portrait. self-portrait. Yeah. But also think about it like this. I think it also comes apart. I think I think there's 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 a certain amount of labor and a certain amount of connection though that comes from drawing yourself versus you know just using your phone and taking a picture and being like, "Hey, look at me. Here's me being, you know, whatever." But uh <laughs> um because I, I, but maybe I'm romanticizing it too much that it's like, you know, cause if you're, if, 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 if you're the way you would do it back then is you would need, you would essentially need a mirror. If you even yeah. had that, you would need yeah. to look at your reflection and you'd have to look at yourself and you know, there's always that, that, Oh, that, that's a very good point. You'd have to look yeah. at yourself and actually sit through an hours or hours worth of process to get through the, get to the end of that portrait. Yeah. I wonder how much like, that changed. Like you, uh, your cause you know, when I'm painting, um, I'm thinking if I'm if I'm painting a self portrait and I'm sitting in front of a mirror for hours, I'm staring at my face. Yeah. And I wonder if that is a more of a reflective process than just putting a camera on your face, taking fifty selfies, and then getting rid of all the bad ones so that you can post one. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, I that's mean, a it really totally interesting. Is. That's a really interesting point you just brought up. Go ahead, talk about it. Well, I mean, I was just gonna say, like, because I think, uh, um, uh, I mean, I mean. Uh, well, I, I think about this one meme that I see that I've seen where it's like when you've when you've been when you when you when you're at a party and get shit faced and then you uh, uh, and, and you will and you go to the bathroom and just stop and look at yourself in the mirror and you're just like, shit. well, it's like, I mean, I, I, I think about it in terms about that. And I mean, and there's all sorts of I mean, there are there are studies that have been made about how humans react with mirrors and I, and, 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 and just how, I mean, you can essentially re, so there, there's like there, I believe there's a study that you can, uh, redefine your relationship with a person if you stare them in the eyes for four minutes straight. Oh, really? And yeah, it will apparently make you closer to that individual and it will redefine kind of what you feel, the things that you feel for that person um, because it has something to do with just the way that our brain works and just kind of I th- I, I, our own ideas of um, intimacy, kind of. Um, it, it's I, it's pr- maybe it's some chemical that gets released in your brain. I don't really know, but I, I just know that that was that was a thing. 
um, I can only imagine that it's a very, it, it can be like that, that same sort of idea can kind of happen when you're just looking at yourself because, in the mirror, yeah. and I think, I think the thing, I mean, there's, there are some people who they don't like looking at themselves in the mirror. Like there are some oh, people yeah. that will avoid looking at themselves in the mirror. And, but I think the, I think the big thing is, it's like, imagine. Wow. That's actually, okay. Yeah. I'm, I want to yeah. say something about that later. Go ahead. But finish yeah, well, I'll, I'll finish up, but I, all I was going to say was, I mean, I, I, I think with all the, 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 with with all the things that go on in people's in, in people's life from a day to day basis, I don't. I think a lot of us don't don't stop and really look at ourselves in the mirror. And I think that when you have to actually draw that or paint that or whatever, and you're actually looking at yourself, you're seeing everything. Mm-hmm. It's 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 about as humble I think as you can get, because you're you you you're or maybe adversely that because you ultimately get to choose what you put in the in the photo you know you i mean you're looking at yourself you're seeing all the all the flaws all the perfections and imperfections that may or may not be in your face or body or whatever and you know you're choosing what to put in ultimately and i think that comes down to how um that comes down to the artist and how i guess moral they are as an artist well i don't know if moral is the right word but you know um how much they want to edit their portrait. Yeah, or how honest, I guess yeah, you could say. Honest, are, I think yeah. that's the word. Well, yeah, yeah and I, so that's what I was going to say about um, the difference between taking a selfie and posting it anywhere and painting yourself, you know, how they would do it in back in the day as a self-portrait. You know, I find that I've done that, by the way. I've actually oh, yeah. looked at myself in the mirror and painted myself because I was feeling a certain way and I wanted to, mm. I, want, I needed a release. Yeah. And as I was getting you know, as I was working through the painting, I stopped feeling what I was feeling, whatever feeling that mm-hmm. drove me to do the portrait. Let's just say it was melancholy. You know, it was that, that melancholic feeling that I needed to get in front of a mirror and look at myself and put that on a piece of canvas. Yeah. I stopped feeling that. And I, cause I had a lot of, th- you know, a lot of thoughts go through one's head when you just get, get your, you know, sit yourself down with yourself, yeah. look at yourself in the mirror and you start, seeing your problems through a third perspective. Mm. It almost, you, you take yourself out of the, um, you sit, you take yourself out of your own situation. And when you try and put whatever it is, you're feeling the essence of what you're feeling on a canvas, yeah. you start realizing that your problems aren't as great as you made them out to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and it's, it's, it's anxiety. Anxiety plays into that. Like right. it's fear, illusion, illusion, Fear is an illusion, ultimately. Right. Like, if you if you look at, our, well, okay, I won't get, in, get into that, but, uh, uh, but yeah, no, I, I I totally get what you're saying. A lot of times we do choose to make things worse than they really are, and um, it's until we take ourselves, sit, sit ourselves down, and look at ourselves in the mirror. As some, as hard as it may be for some people, for whatever reason, yeah. um, you start to start. It's it's almost a forgiving process start forgiving yeah. yourself or you start looking at yourself and going you know what it's okay it's like, everything's fine and that's not to you know get back and that's not that's not really a a boomer thing you know <laughs> going back <laughs> to the boomer doomer zoomer thing yeah it's yeah. not it's more like all right i'm evaluating my own situation from a different perspective and i'm working through my issues while sitting like sitting in front of a mirror connecting with yourself connecting with yourself right yeah and that makes it very personal because back to what we were saying about things being 
public because immediately I immediately I was just thinking about I feel like the effects of making things public because because a lot of because there are some people that try to argue that taking a selfie and everything is reconnecting with yourself and everything oh, okay. like that but I think but I think I think I honestly think you can only do that alone you can't because the minute that you start that you start to incorporate uh, this public or uh, the fact or the, the, when you when you when you, the, the minute that you integrate it into a public a setting or whatever mm-hmm. i think i i well th- even that, if it's that, a selfie in a room i think you know in your own bedroom you're you're like okay let's let's take a more literal example photography when that was on the rise people yeah. took self portraits then too of course yeah right? and Again, that kind of you have to ask yourself why you're taking this photo, and yeah. not to get too preachy, but ask yourself why you're taking this photo. Is it because you're sad? Is it because you need some sort yeah. of well, I don't know, a, a validation? Like, and if it is, whatever it is that you're, maybe you're feeling pretty. I don't know, but you take that photo, but you kind of have to find a way to to um, like use lights using using lights setup it's, color palette you think about how what your what mood you're trying to convey in well it becomes photo. a piece of it becomes a piece of of, of work because there's a, there's a certain amount of effort that's put into it right and it becomes yeah. less on the nose all of a sudden because you're you're creating an atmosphere around what you're feeling as opposed to just taking a photo in a in a very particular pose that shows off whatever it is you want to show off. Maybe it's your dress. Maybe it's your shoes. Um, I think there's certainly a, an, an art, an art to self-portrait. You mm-hmm. know, I, I definitely do. Um, yeah, just because it's. But okay, yeah, no. But back to what I back to what I was 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 kind of trying to say. Um, I, I I think I think I I do think though that there's a certain amount of. Uh, um, like, like it, it has to be a personal thing because if you, cause I'll say it like this, if, if, if you're looking at yourself in a mirror and then you tell yourself what you see, you're, I mean, that, I mean, unless you're, you've got some, some major complex and you're lying to yourself straight out inside, you're still going to know what, you know, why things are a certain way versus if you walked, went to a person that, you know, and you asked them, Hey, tell me what you see or tell me what you know about me or everything like that. That person can't honestly give you the most accurate reading on what is quote unquote wrong with you or what is, I mean, they're not a psychologist. It's like, so that's why, that's why I think I'm just trying to say, I think it's, I think, I think it's, it's pointless to publicize your quote unquote process of trying to, reconnect with yourself because right. that's not something that you can do publicly that has to be yes fully you it's it's literally a you on you situation there's yep. no it can't be other there's no way around it and i think and it's not a I've, one-time I, thing either oh yeah oh, of course not but because i mean you're you're obvious you're i mean most people are constantly developing themselves mm-hmm. um I just, you know, I, I, I think, I think it's just, the, I think the, the overall issue is that people just, it comes down to what we were saying earlier about, um, positivity, overwhelming positivity. Um, 
where it's like you're in denial. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself to make yourself feel better about whatever. But it's like, that's not going to do it. You have to be, and, and back to going back to what I said, you have to have a little bit of discomfort in order to grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, and, and, and again, we're not, we're not, we're not trying to, we're, we're, we're not trying to be insensitive or rude or, or, or just even mean for that matter. We're just, we're trying to speak it's just upon a conversation. an issue. It's just an observation. It's a, yeah. It's a conversation and it's based off of observation. Exactly. You know, and, and, you know, we don't claim to be right or anything like that. We're just saying, here's what we think, but we'd love to hear what you think in the comment section below (laughs) on, on this YouTube, YouTube at least. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I think it's, uh, Masa, I think it's about that time to, uh, to get on out of here, to, to close up this beautiful session of a podcast. Yeah. I love that song actually. That's a good I know you do. Song. That's why that's why I sang it for you a little do bit. You? Of it. Have I t- have I told you about that? Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I know you love the song. Anyway, we're gonna get we're gonna get sidetracked <laughs> again. It's time we close. It's closing time. Closing time. Um, but yeah. But before we go, what we want to say is we're gonna be we're gonna be putting out a new segment um, that is gonna that we're just gonna call extras, and it's gonna be just uh, there. It's just gonna be maybe like five to 10 minute clips of, 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 of segments that didn't make it into the final cut of the podcast. Look out for extras that will be exclusively on our YouTube channel. If you're interested, uh, you just want to hear, and you'd want to hear us talk a little bit more about whatever the hell it is that we talk about. Um, yep. well, the deleted scenes, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Not bloopers, but deleted scenes. And, uh, without further ado, I've been, I've been drew. And I've been Mazer. Thank you for watching. We'll we'll be with you for the next one. Tune in.